0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode 67 of the 30-Year Diet. This is Suze, and I'm not flying solo, but Diana is a little under the weather, so we have a co-host today, Diane, my sister. Diane, welcome.
1: Hello. This is very exciting. You've been our co-host another time, too, when I was out. I was, and... I do it was a long time ago. I don't really remember much, but it's always Uh, fun to talk. So I'll talk with anybody.
0: So it's kind of like Kelly Rippa and Ryan Seacrest. You're like designated co host.
1: Um so I'm not really sure who they are, but they must do a show. (laughs)
0: I I I don't do stuff, you know, like that. Oh my gosh. Is she cute, guys? Yeah, my sister lived on an island for like Twenty years, and eighteen years,
1: yeah, in the
0: middle of the South Pacific, and you know, there's a lot of pop culture that she missed. So she's got this little <laughs> notebook I make her keep whenever I say something that she's clueless about. Do you oh. remember on General Hospital um, that the girl, what's her name in General Hospital? I can't think of it. And Laura. she worked like a- Laura. No, not Laura. This girl was like a teenager, and she had. Black hair and black lipstick, and she was kind of goth looking.
1: No, I don't remember that. That was like a long time ago. Yeah, well, she <laughs> grew up, got super beautiful. Was and- her name
0: Susan? Susan Lucci. Oh, Diane. <laughs> oh, Susan Lucci's from All My Children. Erica Kane. <laughs> okay, that's was- right.
1: That's
0: right. Giving me anxiety. Which is oh. good because oh, that's what we're going to be talking about a little bit later. <laughs> okay. Oh, let's just go on.
1: How was your week? <laughs> oh, my gosh. The week. Well, today is the first day of the week. I go by Mondays. Today oh, okay. was quite the day. I I generally try to keep Monday open to type loose ends and stuff because there's always a loose end. And um, I thought it was going to be clear, clear sailing until about 11 o'clock and then woof. It just was busy. it was just really busy and I get involved with people and then somebody yelled at me and <laughs> well, what a day, what a day. But I took an eighty year old friend to lunch. Oh wow. her, I missed her birthday. Her birthday was on the fourth of or excuse me, the fourteenth of February, Valentine's Day. Aww. And um anyway I took her to lunch and she was cute and and oh, I don't know. I hope that when I'm 80, people take me to lunch. But oh, that's uh, that was good.
0: That's, that's nice. Yeah. It How are my nieces and nephews?
1: Oh uh, well, today I talked to Carrie. Oh, that's my oldest daughter. Um, mm-hmm. I was waiting for a DEXA scan. That's where what's you that? Get, yeah. Oh, that's where you get your um, bone density. You lay in a table and they run an X-ray machine. I think in the bed. There was a slight jiggle and. They're going to tell me if I have osteoporosis and I'm sure I do. I'm sure I do because i
0: that's what I have to look forward to.
1: Yeah, but it doesn't hurt. You don't even have to take your clothes off.
0: Well, that's good.
1: Yeah. So I talked to Carrie while I was waiting and oh gosh, she had a day. She was going to Costco and where she lives, it's at least an hour's drive anywhere like to target or, but Costco is like at least an hour. She was at the food court after she bought like tons of groceries and stocked up, and um, she was getting her little girl a hot dog. And she she was telling me she was number four nineteen, and they stood there and talked, and you know she was entertaining her little girl, and they kept passing out food, but they never called her number, never. And Sarah changed her mind to a chicken bake, back to a hot dog and pizza. And um, she went through two workers who took a break. So two more came on and then one of the workers came back and she interacted with all four of them waiting for her hot dog. And it never happened. Um, Wow. So that's a lot of patience. I would have had an edge rolling. She kind of maybe did at the end. Um, I told her she should go get a refund because Costco, the customer is always right. Well, yeah. Anyway. It, they were short-staffed. So? And, um, yeah, exactly. Then they were going to go to Sam's. I, they, I guess they're different stores, right? And you do different things And uh, to get an icy, But they were short-staffed. So Carrie broke into a bag of Easter candy and gave Sarah some, and they were fine. But that's really awful to spend all that time on a order that oh, doesn't go right. It was just for a freaking hot dog. How long was she in line? She said like 15 minutes, solid minutes. So, I'm probably not retelling it well, but she she said she asked about her number. And the guy that came back after his break said, oh, you know, and he passed it right to her. But
0: it was they, cold.
1: Well, she couldn't say, well, instead of the ch- chicken, whatever it was, she was going to change her mind and they were going to win on the money. And they wouldn't do that. She had to go to the place to, to get what she wanted. And anyway, so she had kind of a busy day. But my kids, I think, oh. are fine. I talked to Bonnie today, too. And she's, my kids are good. How are yours, by the way? Oh,
0: fine. Same. Yeah. I asked Doug, Doug, do you want to do this podcast with me today? Because, you know, Diana's sick. You know, an hour goes by. You know, here, here's the thing when you text your children time goes by they don't respond and then finally they do but when they're texting you if you don't respond right away it's hello <laughs> hello poke 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 are you there <laughs> mom mom you yes. know it's like what yeah. anyway he goes I'm busy um, I just typed him back liar because <laughs> I knew he wasn't He <laughs> just didn't want to do it so yeah, yeah nothing's changed
1: with my kids your kids but, are awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, especially if they're working, then you, you can't be busy because time is money.
0: That's what he always says.
1: It's true. It's true. So.
0: Well, oh, I don't know. Well, I am there's... sitting here with a little tub of spinach artichoke dip. Ooh, from where from? BJ's restaurants. And Ooh. so. Good. But. I remember last week, you were talking about, well, first of all, I want to know about your experience with dip recently. <coughs> <laughs> and then you started talking about your favorite snack food. I'm like, save it for the
1: podcast. Oh, yeah. Well, as you said, you were eating this artichoke dip. Are you eating it with a spoon or with chips? Oh, with chips. Let's see, you you can forego those calories and you can just get yourself a spoon. That is what I love to do. Get some sour cream. I'm a sour cream person. I really love it. And I can pour some dip in some Fiesta dip or some, something that's got a spice, a little kick, stir it up, eat with a spoon. It's just so good. Mm. So, so good. But (laughs) here's, here's my current favorite snack. And I, I got Sarah on this too. Um, you get non-fat Greek yogurt, or or full fat. I don't care Greek yogurt plain, mm-hmm. and put it in a bowl. A cute bowl is nice; makes the ambiance of it good. And brown sugar.
0: Mm. How much Please. brown sugar?
1: Oh, good <clears throat> tablespoon. Good tablespoon to a say cup and a half of yogurt. And oh, I don't much. I don't stir it in till it melts and becomes runny. I like to take a bite and then have some little crystals crunching my teeth.
0: Going to need more brown sugar than that.
1: Mm, depends on how fast it goes down. But for your second serving, because there's always two, <laughs> <laughs> you can adjust. <laughs> oh, you're so weird. That just, I, I've, I've always loved sour cream. You can do a lot with it. I, yeah. I noticed that, you know, it's in every good dip. Um, all my favorite dip recipes you've got sour cream and then if it has um, cream cheese in it it's always better um, mm. and and usually that's true I used to make one that had sour cream cream cheese and a pint of cottage cheese Ooh. and then you put in your envelope of Lipton onion soup mix and oh, that, that I would good. eat with vegetables wow what's that called Good dip. I have that. (laughs) I have that recipe, I think. Good dip. I probably gave gave it to you. (laughs) It's really true. It's very, very good. Good dip. You can put anything in sour cream. Bacon bits, uh, green peppers, if you want to be healthy and eat vegetables. You can put in um, garlic, onion flakes, really good pecans. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. and there's Mm -hmm. a hot chicken dip you have too oh yeah we'd call it chicken dip (laughs) so um, once I was going to we were going to make it one summer I was home for you know vacation and I was telling my family about it and, and mom went to the store and got the makings of it and it calls for chicken like a can of chicken and the chicken that they had on the island in the grocery store was like the size of a little tuna cat cat tuna can, you know, Mm -hmm. not a big tuna fish can, but she got the Costco size of tuna or chicken. I'm sorry, chicken. Mm -hmm. And it was like a casserole. It was so full of protein. It's supposed to be a little (laughs) side thing, but it's got chicken, mayonnaise, Mm. garlic, red pepper. See, there's the vegetable. Very healthy. But you're eating raw mayo. No, 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 no. Cream cheese. You got to add the cream cheese and the Swiss cheese. Although we couldn't always get Swiss, so we used any color cheese we could find. Uh, once when we got back to the states, and I used it with Swiss because that's what the recipe officially calls for. My kids couldn't recognize that it was the same dip. Isn't that oh. Interesting. <clears throat> Green onions, and you mix it all up, and then you heat it for thirty minutes. Okay very good very good.
0: and what do you eat with that
1: um triscuits or wheat thins are mm. the original that also i eat with a fork
0: <laughs> is this a special occasion dip or just you know friday night or
1: it used to be thanksgiving um but all my girls have it and they'll take it to places mm. and it's very good very good mm. I like to put in, um, I think I might have said the red pepper. But you've got to be careful to stir that in last so that your whole dip doesn't turn pink.
0: Ew, yeah, good idea. It's now, you good. used to take these hors d'oeuvres and appetizers. And, <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, she lived on the island of Kwajalein. I know what you're going to say. One of the Marshall Islands in the South Pacific. Well, you're going to say it.
1: And they had these
0: parties down on the beach. Everybody would gather down there. And what were these called? Well, you'd bring an appetizer.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It's going to make me cough. The word for appetizer was a Mm. poo-poo. In what language? I don't know. Island. I mean, even in Hawaii, they call them that. (laughs) I I don't know if I should say this. (laughs) Marilyn, my other sister, was talking about this once. And telling people that they take appetizers and they call them <laughs> doo doos. Oh no! <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. That was hilarious. My kids love that. And they still talk about it. But you'd you'd go to
0: have poo poo parties on the beach.
1: Yes, you only would bring a poo poo. So <laughs> it would just be a you know a table full of appetizers. It was just amazing amazing
0: i've never heard that story before yeah,
1: i can't no. believe it's cracking me up because i haven't told it in so long
0: that's it that is funny.
1: funny yeah she couldn't remember the word and i don't blame her i mean <clears throat> when you call it that
0: close enough
1: p-u-p-u is that oh that's spelled? how
0: it's spelled okay yeah
1: so there's a difference
0: there is it though yeah i
1: guess it is. <laughs> let's move on let's move on we're gonna
0: talk about water I saw something today um, on uh, Yahoo and um, it is it's by eatingwell, not eatwell.com, eatingwell.com. How to tell if you're drinking too much water. Now, mm. I mean, there's kind of a, a list for that. The, the first thing is, well... I have heard so many different things. Men should drink this amount. Women should be drinking this amount. Really?
1: Oh, yeah. Haven't you heard? heard, No, I think a body is a body. Men and women are different, different sizes. So Mm -hmm. you drink what's good for you. Well. I'm really interested in this because once, many years ago, like maybe 12, I drank too much water and i was afraid to lay down and go to bed i remember uh, yep yeah okay what does it say about that because okay well it's and i don't agree
0: with this but it's saying the institutes of medicine whatever that is i um, recommend 15 to 16 cups of water per day for males and 11 to 12 cups for females
1: for 11, adequate
0: hydration
1: 11 to 12 Cups, well, let's so go with
0: 12 so how many water times, bottles is that four well
1: cups are eight ounces so 12 times oh. eight. like a water bottle is 16.9 fluid ounces i have one right here
0: so if you're going just by water bottles how many water bottles a day six okay nobody drinks six water bottles a day i i drink eight so weird okay Wow. Okay. And, and it's saying too, though, is that, um, it doesn't have to come just from water. You know, it could be from any beverage you drink and a lot of food has a lot of water in it, but, um,
1: that's the article saying this.
0: Yeah. But,
1: huh.
0: I'll send this to you. It's on eatingwell.com. How much water should you drink? But the bottom line is how to look to uh, see what these, you know, how to tell if you're drinking too much. <clears throat> well, the first one... be... okay, what?
1: sorry, I won't interrupt. I want to hear what the official word is. According to eating
0: well, it says your pee is pretty clear. Like urine usually is ranges from light, almost clear to pale yellow. Correct. And. But this would be, so it looks kind of just like water. So yeah, it's not always the best monitor of it, you know, to see the coloring. Um, you're peeing frequently. You're going frequently.
1: And that's um, if you're drinking too much.
0: Mm-hmm. On average, people go six to eight times a day, though going up to 10 times a day is normal for the water drinking high achievers they said
1: I don't go to the bathroom Mm -hmm. 10 times a day I don't either I don't have time for that I don't 10 times a day is too much and I drink 8 bottles 7 to 8 bottles of water every day yeah that's nuts
0: Okay. the third thing is you feel bloated or nauseous Um, the fourth thing is you have a headache or brain fog because they're saying your sodium levels are going to decrease a little bit when your body becomes waterlogged and your cells will start to swell and the brain is enclosed in your skull, right? So there's like no room for the cells to expand. Does this sound ridiculous to you like it does to me?
1: Yes. However, first of all, I don't know who would drink too much water intentionally. I remember drinking a lot because I had had a lot of salty things and I wanted to flush it out of my system because I have lymphedema. Mm -hmm. And so I'm conscious of swelling in my legs, but I did feel, I did have a headache and I, but I felt like I, I, uh, wait, go back to the brain cells thing. Um,
0: where was I? Oh, so that's causing pressure in your head and even the brain fog, you know, where it's just like, I am in a brain fog. And that's really basically all it says.
1: I was, I felt like I was going to maybe pass out. And it was, it scared me. And I had no idea that I had reached that level. Mm. I just wanted to flush it out of my system because I was just afraid about the swelling. And that was before I was um, diagnosed with lymphedema. I didn't know what the medical condition was was called years ago. Yeah. I've only been diagnosed maybe. Mm, six years ago Mm -hmm. six or seven wow so that's interesting that they have an article about it i think the teller would be that your urine is just clear
0: yeah well here's the opposite article they wrote how to tell if you're dehydrated and what to do about it well five ways to tell if you're dehydrated instead of um well you're thirsty Thirsty and dry mouth. It's also a sign of diabetes, but okay, let's just stick with the whole dehydrated philosophy here. Um, You haven't gone to the bathroom. Um, And then look at the urine color. It'll probably be a dark, dark, darker yellow, which could be moderately dehydrated. Um, You feel tired and sluggish. You have a headache. Um, mm Mm-hmm. Um, what's another one your head hurts so you've got a headache if you're drinking
1: too much and if you're drinking too little what about pulling um pinching your skin on your hand well that we'll get to that okay. um
0: so they're saying you know it's going to disrupt your cogn- cognition and your mood and you're going to feel dizzy and confused just like the whole brain fog thing the confused so we've got here both sides of the coin equally, you know, mm-hmm. how do you know if, which one it is? I think the pea color is the best. But um, yeah, when you, the nurses would always come up to me and um, pinch that area of my neck where it touches your shoulder oh. or the back of your hand. And like you're saying, if your skin sticks up, that means yeah. you're dehydrated.
1: Right. <clears throat> I was dehydrated a couple times on Kwajalein and you don't realize that you're dehydrated until you're to that point, and then it's dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, the and I would get a headache like a migraine. That's my first sign that I've got to drink water. Mm. And I I had it here once too. Um, when we lived, since we've lived here, and it's very mm-hmm. scary, and I always feel very foolish. Mm.
0: Well, here's—I uh, haven't really come out and said this. Everybody knows I'm having a problem with my leg, um, right. but here's why: I too have lymphedema, and it can run in families. Um, and how what happened to me? Yours just showed up, though, right?
1: Well, I've understood that there are two. Lymphedema, um, there's two ways you can get it. Number one, there was an injury to your lymph nodes. Mm -hmm. Or number two, shoot, what's number two? Oh, I don't remember. Darn. Crumb. I should know this because I do know it and I actually recount it often. I think, they think that I, the lymph nodes were injured when I did the 30-day 486 miles hike back when I was 20.
0: Oh, when you did a survivor? I mean, survival? Uh-huh. 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 It could uh-huh. be. Has it, Has your leg been
1: swollen since then? But it's not really swollen huge, you
0: know. It's no, just...
1: but I damaged them. Oh, there's two reasons. Illness or injury. Mm-hmm. Illness mm-hmm. or injury. Okay.
0: A lot of people have lymphedema. We just don't know about it. Right. A lot of people now... I have always been lucky. I've had really thin ankles, and I used to look at my ankles, and no matter how fat I got, my ankles look really good. Mm-hmm. Well, here's how I got it. I had injury to the lymph node.
1: Mm-hmm. I
0: was walking. I saw a mm-hmm. Shady, our black lab, needed to go out and go to the bathroom, and she was dancing, tippy tap toes, and I thought, "I'm coming, I'm coming." So, as I stepped on the kitchen tile. Um, I stepped into a lake of dog pee Ooh. and whoosh, down I went. You remember that. I do, And but I, the
1: retelling is just sad. It's
0: just really sad. I just say, mommy, don't tell anyone that story. I'm like,
1: uh, yes, yes, I do. Okay, it's Talk what happened. Time desensitizes things, right? It does. it was just yes. horrible.
0: Plus I was barefoot and you know, down I went. It was awful but I hurt my knee really bad. But the interesting thing is a swelling started. My knee was hurt on the right side and the swelling started on the left side of the knee mm-hmm. and no one, it was misdiagnosed and no one ever really knew what it was. Um, one PA said, "Well, oh, it looks like lymphedema, which I'd never heard of. And I said, well, what do I do with that? Well, wrap it or something.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. it
0: grew from the size of like a lemon to something a lot bigger and when it gets really really big um your skin can it stretches and a wound was formed because my skin tore the back of my leg that no one saw
1: right and
0: that's how I got septic and ended up in the hospital so long I've had to learn how to walk again and <clears throat> that's not fun you know that's not fun
1: i know i've been there
0: i I mean with
1: you you have been
0: (laughs) so but you know life's great but moving on from that where was i oh so mine was a direct injury injury Injury. Uh we had different kinds of injuries and the lymph system lymphatic system is what helps move fluid out of your body so when it's damaged Mm -hmm. you're kind of screwed yeah now, this isn't an episode about lymphedema by any chance, by any means, but no, no, we there's... didn't even think about it. Yeah, we should have, huh? So and there's a lot of things you can do. Um, but in my case, drinking water, too much water, too little water. Um, well, when I was in the hospital, one of these times, the doctors, you know, they put their heads together and they try to come up with things, you
1: know. Yeah. Brainstorm.
0: Yeah. So they're brainstorming yeah. over my leg hey, what can we do to help get some of the fluid out of this leg? And so they're doing all their stuff with IVs and certain water pills or diuretics. And then the nephrologist, who's the kidney doctor, is, well, hold up. We can't tax the kidneys. So you should drink less. And they're saying you should drink more. And you're caught in the middle and say, what do you want me to do? Am I supposed to drink less or drink more? They were literally giving me uh conflicting advice. Yeah. And it's and how do you figure that out on your own? It's like this article where you got the two different points of view. It can cause the same side effects.
1: Well in is that when you got your pump, no, you had your pump years ago.
0: Yeah, where you stick your leg in it or your uh-huh. arm mm-hmm. and you turn it on and it the pillows
1: of air massage yeah. up and down. Yeah. Um so when I went to a um Dave and I went to training for how to give me a massage the lymph nodes and you start up by your heart like put your hand over your heart like you're going to say the pledge and right there you start massaging and it's just a light light circly touch and so I always do that when I'm in the shower I start right there and I just go around and around my above my heart, actually, kind of my collarbone, mm-hmm. and then I, so I start there, and then you go down your body. Yet I want to massage down by my legs and my ankles because I think, okay, that's good. But they say the nodes all over are connected. Yeah, they are.
0: But how do you notice that helps?
1: I do. Mm. I do.
0: I do. No, I've got um, a lot of lymphatic um a gal who does lymphatic massage and she comes um about once a week to see I,
1: would, I love that. I would love that. <laughs> she's amazing.
0: She's she's amazing and she um does it a little bit differently she'll dig into the area and um I think I think
1: I think both are helpful. I do.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh sure. Yeah, I've heard of both. So anyway, mm-hmm. Boy, I'm sorry, guys. I got off topic, but I think well, your intake is and in, um and your ex take. Your, what is it? Your intake and your <laughs> your output. <laughs> yes, thank you. Your output.
1: Yeah. So, you got that from EatingWell.com.
0: Eating Well.
1: There was a magazine um, called Eating Well, mm-hmm. wasn't there? Is there? I think so. And yeah we used to pass that around on the island and somebody had a s- subscription to it and you know you'd look at it and pass it to the next person and we passed books around and everything like that and i loved that magazine It had super good recipes yeah we and it wasn't make the recipes because we couldn't get the food all the time
0: it was it wasn't a, a full-on magazine it was more like um
1: yeah like it had savory. recipes but it had articles
0: yeah yeah it was it was it didn't really have a real magazine binding, did it? Uh, I don't um, know. it
1: didn't have slick paper,
0: yes, that's what I yes, you're right, but yeah, it was a good magazine, full color it was great. Mm. okay, let's move on because I have something really important to tell you guys. Wow. This is super important. now, it's March, and in a couple of weeks, it's going to be what you should know this
1: this. green i'm wearing green right now good for you saint patrick's day
0: saint patrick's day now diane i would like to know now you were a first grade teacher for a bazillion years like 20 right
1: 28 28 you bet dude (laughs) no 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 that's an exaggeration 27 okay I had to really think about it.
0: No, that's too much.
1: <clears throat> yeah.
0: I mean, I remember side note, driving down the road with you, we saw a yellow house and you go, Oh, look at that house. That's yellow as a school bus. And I remember <laughs> looking at you thinking, What's the sky? Blue like the you know. <laughs>
1: no. oh, uh, I loved first graders. They're so sweet. They are. Until <clears throat> they're not. Yeah. Until yeah, exactly. Not. exactly.
0: Okay, but listen, it's time. <clears throat> It's time for you to go to a leprechaun webcam, um, irelandseye.com. And this webcam is in a hidden location in the fields of Tipperary, Ireland. Now, this is an enchanted area. Um, It's well known for magical associations. On this webcam, oh, oh, there's also a fairy ring close by. And you might see leprechauns. Other Irish fairies like pukas or banshees, marrows. Marrows are um, mermaids, so maybe not in that area.
1: So wait, I could go like on the computer to this place. Yeah, and there's
0: other ones too. This is one I just looked up real quick. And you just watch the webcam and uh, you might get a good shot. They also have like, you know, Stonehenge. There's also in this area a stone ring. Kind of like that, but a fairy ring is just kind of like a circle of rocks
1: or wow. something like that.
0: So you just start watching that. Now,
1: here's the question though Do you believe in leprechauns? Um, in, in real life, do you want the truth or the not truth?
0: Well, um, <laughs> I don't want the truth.
1: <laughs> you do want it? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. No. You don't? I don't think so. I have a picture of
0: the grave of the leprechaun king. Have I not shown you that?
1: (laughs) No, but I know that you, this would be your thing because you were a librarian of first graders and others, and you would have those kids eating out of your hands. I saw you in action.
0: Well, listen, I believe in leprechauns. And I believe in all of the little wee folk that live over there. Mm. And, okay, now this grave of the Leprechaun King is actually a grave. And it's in the middle of a road. So weird. Um, but... And Bob cars have to go around it and stuff? Are over it. Because, you know, Ooh. leprechauns aren't big. They're just little. So like my husband... Pukies. pukas. Yeah. Well, <laughs> pukas can actually be... Um, people size sometimes
1: Hmm.
0: they're another contradiction they can be a good fairy or a bad fairy it's very hard to distinguish between the two if you see a puka but anyway i don't believe in those okay Mm -hmm. so anyway bob has some employees that worked at one of their facilities in um galway ireland and i made him call them and 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 he faxed in the picture I wanted to know where this was because I figured, look, Ireland is not that big. They should know about the grave of the leprechaun king. Wouldn't you think? I would. And he called them, gave them an assignment. He goes, look, I need to know if any of you know where this is located. And they laughed. So they don't even believe. They do not. They said that's an American thing. You know, we're thinking really? like frosted lucky charms, you know, magically and magically delicious. Yep. And no, they said that they don't believe in leprechauns, which is not true. I don't believe it for a minute, but their bread and butter comes from this. You would think. Uh huh. So, anyway, okay. So, keep wow. your eye on Ireland's Eye.com I'm, now. I'm going to go. There's there. another webcam. We've talked about this before. The bald eagles, a big bear. Okay, Um, I believe in those. Well, that's good because they're absolutely real. Jackie and Shadow. And Jackie's been sitting on that nest. And Shadow is her mate. And he'll come and relieve her and bring her fish. Well, these little hatchlings, were these eggs, were due to be um, born about a month ago. And Mm -hmm. they... Experts are saying they really don't think it's going to happen, that they could have just not been fertilized or something happened um, midway along. And it breaks my heart because all through that blizzard that they've had up there the past week or two, um, Mm -hmm. Jackie just laid in that nest and you could see just a little bit of her beak peeking out and she just laid on top of them protecting those eggs. Well, the two of them have flown away for a couple hours at a time leaving the eggs unprotected um then they come back it's like they know now this has happened to them in the past they've had eggs um that haven't yeah and you know they're still young and they can still you know there's still plenty of time for them to have another set this year but um and someone who's been watching it said they did mate recently, so there could be an opportunity for that. But it's just sad.
1: Do you? No, wait. Do you see them from a website too?
0: You, it's a webcam put on. Um, if you type in "friends of bald eagle" or "big bear or eagles," uh, you'll find it. Oh. And then you can now watch. Now this it.
1: one interests me.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of too late for it to interest you now, but I'll let you know. <laughs> I mean, oh, just, sorry. there'd be nothing to see. But so anyway, that's kind of a sad little ending to that. Oh, no. But speaking of wildlife, okay. Yeah, we you, we have a little bit
1: of wildlife here.
0: Yes, yes, you do. Let's talk about the wildlife. You take walks in the morning at I your do. own
1: risk. I do, I do. Um, yeah, I do. I started this uh, January 9th. I took my. I didn't think I was going to do it every day, but I went on a walk with a friend, and it was great. And we leave early, and so it's. it's What's that mean? Six fifteen. Why? <laughs> because it takes time. That's the drawback. The only drawback I can think is it takes time. We go seven or eight miles. Seven and, or eight. Uh-huh. I it was well, five or six. It started out, but now it's seven or eight. Wow. Um, one day I went 12. But the thing is, and we do have, okay, I've got to stick to the topic. I have a hard time with that. Um, yesterday we were walking along and it was like maybe seven o'clock and we were by a wash. There's washes everywhere where there's what? just a whole bunch of um, uh cactus and wild trees and stuff. And there's no t- houses there. It's behind your house, like an alley or something. Is this like a waterway? <clears throat> yeah. Yes. Okay. So, um, and that's where the coyotes or the bobcats run around. And they like to eat bunnies. And, oh. And if I have not seen them fight over a rabbit, but my friend Jeannie has. And we heard just, woo-woo! Oh, you know, a lot of it, different voices that we didn't know if there were four or five of them. Um, But definitely more than two. We know for sure. You could just tell. And she said, oh, she's lived here like 30 years. And she went, oh, somebody got a bunny. They're fighting (laughs) over it. Isn't that sad? Oh, dead (sighs) eagle eggs and
0: dead bunnies. I know.
1: I know. Nasty. And sometimes I have yet to see a javelina in the morning.
0: What is javelina? For those that don't have any idea, um, it's a
1: little bit. It's like a flat, ugly pig, a boar. It's ugly and it's and they're skinny, so that's why I say flat. They're really skinny, and but the little ones are kind of cute because baby anything is cute. Mm -hmm. Um, but I there's a man in my neighborhood who walks, we pass him sometimes and he has a javelina whacker. He made it out of, um, an old, um, swimming pool net handle. He painted it blue and it has white on either end. And I actually thought that it extended or something, but he carries it because he's afraid of dogs and javelina and bobcats and stuff like that. Will the javelina charge you? Yes, they will. If they're interested in you. Because they can eat you. They can chomp. Yes, they can. They could chomp a hand. How big are they? um, Sometimes they could be as tall as the side of your bed or taller. What? Yes, and I don't have a short bed. I have one of those taller beds now that you have to buy the deep pocket sheets for. We saw that javelina
0: when we were visiting you. Yeah, that one time because of things like this
1: (laughs) starts with a J, J J-A-V-E-L-I-N-A, but that javelina wasn't that big. Oh, they can be smaller, but those are the adult ones. Wow, Um, Diane, that's terrible. Why aren't you walking with a stick? Because I don't really think it's going to, I've never seen one up close. I'm not too worried. (sighs) I don't need a javelina whacker, but I have another friend. She worries a lot and she thinks that I need a weapon. Of some sort. <clears throat> What's Did your I take? Name? Say it again. What's your friend's name? Becky.
0: Becky, I agree 100% with you. <laughs> and if you want to call me,
1: <laughs> Diane
0: has my number. I agree. Yeah. Diane, well, don't leave well, with your head in the sound. The Havelina is going to kill you.
1: Well, she thinks I need like mace or, you know, pepper spray or something. Bear spray. You can shoot from a distance. <laughs> That's a good one. But I have my phone. But I'm telling you, walking is so great. You sleep better. It, I can clear my mind. You can see people. You wave, and uh, they wave back every single time. Every single time. Um, mm. I see. I just see a lot of people and birds. We've seen many red cardinals in the last week. Wow! They're they calling to each other,
0: <clears throat> waving, and you know, saying hello.
1: They're friends. They are. I think they are. But this is good. It is good. I I truly like it. And I should have done it all my life. My friend Jeannie, that I walk with, she's always been a walker or a runner. You know, she was a tomboy. I love couches and beds and stuff like that. But I don't know. I just feel really good. It's good. What, What will you do if Jeannie can't walk anymore with you? Oh, she goes on cruises. She's been to. She's been on two cruises since January and a trip to Hawaii. I just walk. I go, By yourself? I walk without her. Yeah, I'm going to go tomorrow by myself because she has a dental appointment. Okay, Diane, you can't go walking by yourself at that time of day with all these animals. I do. I do. It's fine. It's fine. I have yet to see a snake, although I did see a dead rattle, not a, not a rattlesnake, a dead snake skin in the road a couple of days ago.
0: You've never (laughs) seen a snake in all your time there?
1: Yes. Yes, I have. Oh, you have seen one? Yes. Where? Well, there was a big one in my yard once. A rattlesnake? No, no, not a rattlesnake. It was a big yellow snake. Maybe about, I don't know, 12 feet long. And it was kind of maybe eight, six or eight inches thick. But they say that those are not dangerous. Okay. It's going to be chest <laughs> pains. <pace. laughs> well, that's because you're afraid of things that, you know, snakes and spiders and scorpions and stuff like that. Have you seen tarantulas there? Yes, I've only seen one. Where? Where was it? <laughs> it was in front of the garage door of my friend Lori's house. How big? Um, bigger than you'd like me to describe. I'm looking at a water bottle. If its legs were spread out, it's about the circumference of the bottom of my water bottle. Oh, that's not big. Yeah, that's not bad. I saw a brown recluse once when I was living in Utah. Oh, how do you know it was a brown recluse? My roommate Shelley told me so, and she's really, really worried about spiders and things. Well, he-
0: hello, Shelly. Hello. <laughs> Meet your spirit sister, because I'm telling you right now. Oh. Oh gosh, this is just the worst. This is this is why I don't come and see you.
1: <laughs> I know, I know. That one time, did you in? One but time, that was okay. It was so great. Yeah, it was it so was, great that that scorpion chased me down in your garage. I know. Game I for that was, me. That was embarrassing. I, it shouldn't have happened. I think you do have uh, over anxiety over arachnophoids or arachnia- arachnids. Mids.
0: Well, speaking yeah. of anxiety, I cannot tell you right now, this is not a line. I'm not making this up. Okay, the next thing we want to touch on, not in too much depth, is mental health. Um, we talk a lot about food and how to be healthy and stuff like that. Like today, we talked about water, but we're going to be talking about mental health, specifically anxiety. I'm telling you right now, I'm having trouble getting
1: air in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't oh, know. I think I could outrun the tarantula. Oh, Diane, you cannot. Or scorpion. Oh, scorpions. No, I don't know. I found a dead one in my garage a couple weeks ago. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but let's move on to mental health. Mental health. Okay. You know, okay. I've actually had today, I had three texts. From different people, and the phrase crippling anxiety was in each of those texts, which kind of caused me to think there's more of it going around than I think the common person understands.
0: Absolutely. 40 million adults in the United States um, have anxiety, and it's it can really be overpowering, um, yeah, it can. Um, I mean, you can just be anxious about something. Right. Like, I have to give a talk in church. Or, you right. know, I've got to do this or that. And, yeah, that can cause anxiety and stress. But crippling anxiety is something that can just take you to the ground, you know? Right. It, it stills your sense of control, undermines your confidence.
1: Yep, yep. Um, I have a friend that she goes in and out of it. And she went deep in around sometime in November and she just came out this past weekend. And she even said, I'm out now. Wow. And she's aware. Um, and I feel so bad for her. And she said she doesn't need gifts or money or that kind of stuff. She just needs compassion and understanding.
0: Right. Right. You know, and there's like triggers that you Mm -hmm. can see. I, I've had, I get panic attacks, but I would say in the last t- two years, I've had two that are worse than I've ever had in my life. I mean, I've had panic attacks where I'm like, oh, I can't breathe. And I'll have to call you or I call Diana and mm-hmm. I'll just let you guys talk. Mm-hmm. And that um, calms me down. The boss just stresses me out when I'm having a panic attack
1: anytime you know? just call me I'll oh, call i do me down.
0: <laughs> but i I'm noticed laughing. one of these was in the hospital and one of them was here in the house and i got overheated i was mm. like in the hospital i was like i'm i'm hot i was in a gurney I was in the er waiting to get sent to a room and they wouldn't open um the curtain so it could get cool air in that area and i lost it and one of the things that helps me get rid of the panic attack is to be cool or to turn on a fan and so i feel like I can breathe cool me cool down Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: they this one nurse no i can't open that curtain no we don't have fans and and i sure she could have opened the curtain and yes she could have gotten me a fan And I felt trapped, like I was physically Mm. trapped. It was the worst thing I'd ever been through in my life. And um, that's awful. It was terrible. And then in the house one time, same thing, I was overheated and I began to panic that I was overheated. Now I've been in, you know, hot summers where the air conditioning broke and, you know, that's not the same thing.
1: But, you know, in the hospital, you didn't have any control over the thermometer in the house or in the building.
0: And and then in the house they did, I could say, someone turned the air conditioning on. You know, and of course they did.
1: Right, right. But your house is always very, very cool. So that's unusual if it gets too warm. I can see how that would just be unsettling.
0: Mm -hmm. And they're ridiculous. People look at that and say, that is so ridiculous. And maybe to
1: them. What's the best thing we can do if somebody has a panic attack?
0: Well, it depends if they're crippling or debilitating. Big, huge ones like that all the time. Um, you've got mm. to go get professional help. You really mm. do. There's a lot that you can do for that. Um, medications. Mm. Um, I didn't need medications for... Well, I probably did for the one that I was in the hospital for. But... Um, that can be really helpful psychotherapy like talk therapy where you're talking to a therapist Mm -hmm. and you figure out behavior patterns that you know contribute to what might cause that disorder there's cognitive therapy um Mm
1: -hmm.
0: there's you know all different kinds of things ways to cope with I,
1: i think somebody validating that what you're feeling is real to you
0: oh absolutely Small group counseling. I mean, all kinds of things. Um, But I think, oh, and engaging in regular exercise and improving your sleep are huge.
1: Yes. Yes. That could be a tip. Uh
0: Uh-huh. And don't drink too much caffeine. Mm. Um, Yeah. Because it gets, um, it activates your, oh autonomic nervous system and it puts your fight or flight responses um Mm. it messes it all up
1: well and also if you drink too much caffeine I I went through a period of my life where I was I had the diet coke drinker and that was at the time that I drank too much water I wanted to wash everything out of my system that night and I literally drank too much water Mm -hmm. so yeah caffeine can make you weird too much of it i think
0: yeah Mm. yeah but so yeah those are things so how do you really if you're faced with somebody who needs your help who you know is having a debilitating mental health issue of anxiety what do you do
1: i've got a couple of friends that i've helped or um, and they, they'll call sometimes and just want to talk and I listen I listen there's a and I don't really know if I'm doing it right um, <clears throat> one lady's moving Wednesday night or Thursday morning she will drive away and when she's um, she calls it when I'm in a mood just ignore me but please don't hang up yeah. and and so she told me that a while ago, and that's what I do. I don't hang up, but I listen. And I'll just say, hey, I'm still here. I'm just walking around the house. You can you can just keep talking or breathe or whatever you need. I just try to... And sometimes somebody will tell you what to do <clears throat> for them.
0: Oh, right. Yes, yeah, that's so,
1: true. I don't know. <laughs> I think you have to be there for people unless they say... Like the one that just said, okay, I'm out of it. I climbed out of it. She doesn't want anybody to be there for her. If you try mm-hmm. to drop something off at her door, she put an ugly message on Facebook saying, okay. you know, leave me alone. Next time I move, I'm not going to tell anybody where I am. I don't want stuff knocked dropped off at my door. So it wow. that's, that's not good for her. Right. Anyway, I don't know. I don't know. I think... I think we need to be there for each other or not be there for each other. It depends on what everybody needs for them. You can
0: always say to the person, just tell me what you need. So I can be there, you know, helping Mm -hmm. you like you need help. And then if you're going through it, go see a doctor. Yeah. I really recommend
1: that. Well, I, I'll just come out here and say that I just recently started some therapy oh Oh, goodness I just said that on public podcast or whatever
0: we can rewind it and edit it out oh good
1: I'm just so happy I mean I just talked to somebody a couple times for a couple things and I I see nothing wrong with that the whole world does it oh yeah I think it's one of the best things you can do self care baby self care
0: And that's another thing um, that this anxiety clinic was saying. Self-care is one of the most important things. Because, look, you can't help anybody else if you can't take care of yourself.
1: That's right. That's 100%. Yeah. Well, guys, we've been talking for a while. (laughs) Diane, do you have anything else to say? I just am not funny. I mean, I do miss Diana's cracking little laughter and... You guys are funny all
0: the time.
1: No, I love listening to the two of you because it's like just eavesdropping on two best friends having a super good phone call. Yeah. You know, and so that's lovely. I mean, you and I have, we can talk for hours. Gosh, one night we talked for like four hours, but the problem was it was like 11 to 3. (laughs) (laughs) that That was too much. I mean, time of day. Oh. Uh, I liked it morning? better
0: when you lived on that island. I know. Because when I would wake up at two or three in the morning, I could yeah. call you and you'd be like, just finishing the dinner dishes.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. The problem too, I had two clocks going, one in my kitchen. Well, obviously in my kitchen, but I had two, one on top of the other other. And one was local time where we were, and the other was California time where all of you guys were.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: then I could just add an hour to it. And I knew that my girls were in college and that was their time. And every time the phone would um double ring, which meant long distance, I'd pick it up. And if it was like my oldest,
0: <laughs> day, I, said,
1: I said, I just looked at the clock and I knew it was like two AM. And I said, what are you doing up at two o'clock? You gotta get your sleep. <laughs> and we talked for a few seconds and she hung up. And I decided I don't care what time the clock is. If she wants to call me, I'm there. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, clocks are interesting. Well, <clears throat> so as we were talking, I'm thinking about, and Diana, um, shout out to her, Definitely. her unsolicited advice. I don't know where she gets all her unsolicited advice. But I think everybody should take a walk every day. You get your vitamin D. It's good for your soul. And... For your mental health.
0: Look at you. You're like a pro at this unsolicited advice. I have never come up with any unsolicited advice. I don't advise people. I just tell them what they should do.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Well, that could be unsolicited, but that's another topic. It's definitely
0: (laughs) unsolicited. (laughs) Oh,
1: my goodness. You're never
0: going to ask what I'm going to tell you
1: anyway. Okay, I'm going to look up the little uh, leprechaun thing. And I, yep. Island Eye thing, so I can see a fairy. Ireland.
0: Ireland's, Ireland's
1: Eye. Ireland's Eye. One word? Yeah. You know, Ireland's you can
0: Eye. you can look up just any leprechaun webcam. And um, what's the name of that place? Ireland. Thank you. <laughs> Don't you have land there? Oh, yes, yes, we do. We do. <laughs> And, and our listeners all four of them know this we do everyone in my family has a plot of land and um so we have five plots over there right now i don't have a very big family and um land as you know in
1: scotland yes okay yeah. and we might visit that land someday and if you go to ireland and if you can prove you've got some irish heritage You can get dual citizenship for $12. Where? In Ireland.
0: I just have to contact. Can you let me know? Because we have Irish blood. We do. All of us. That's why I have such a killer Irish accent. Which (laughs) my kids tell me, Mom, you don't say that out loud like that, do you?
1: I think it's very good. She does, boys. Occasionally, she does. You think they're listening to this? Heck
0: no. (laughs) I don't think they've listened to a single one
1: oh golly you i just, know you, you've got a following though got how do you know how do you know you can get dual my, citizenship because my one of my teaching partners on quadriline debbie mahar i love her Well, she I in, yeah she lives in um hawaii right now but they go all over the world and they hike and she got it she got it she went to the office she had to go to an office there and you had to fill out some paperwork. Well, I don't know if you have to be there in person, but she was wearing this dress that had these green flowers on it. I think that helped her cause. But oh, For heaven's sake. <laughs> no, she, she you really can get it. You can have dual citizenship. I would like to have that.
0: Mm-hmm. I would also would mm-hmm. like to have Scottish dual citizenship. Don't know my, about that. My Scottish brogue is really coming along, but <laughs> I'm not going like to do it
1: tonight. Oh, you're not going to share, okay? Maybe no. next year on Scottish Day. On Scottish Day? I just made that up. <laughs>
0: yeah, I know you did. <laughs> okay, guys, we're gonna <laughs> say good night.
1: You <laughs> oh, all may be sorry that she called me instead of you, but whatever. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, okay. All right. Talk to you all later. later. Bye. Ya. Bye.